oh, do you remember this song? It's so good. Little DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. Summer, 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 summertime. Ooh, shoot. Guys, if this is your first time listening to the This Teacher Life podcast, I can't promise that you're going to hear that angelic voice all the time. But I can guarantee absolute excitement. Hi, everyone. My name is Monica Genta, and welcome to the This Teacher Life podcast. We are doing summer replay episodes. It's like a rerun of your favorite show. We're doing reruns of the favorite episodes of the This Teacher Life podcast. And today's episode was episode number six of the season called Bring Your Teacher Game to a New Level. This was released back in October. And what I love about this episode is it's like, it like sounds like, oh yeah, I'm going to bring my teacher game to a new level. And it's totally not at all what you would expect. We all want to level up our teaching game. And so we go to like all these different things and our, our, you know, we're like, oh, we got to get better at curriculum. We got to get better at behavior management. Friends, I cannot wait to tell you what this strategy is all about. We are going to go ahead and get rolling into this episode. If you are listening on your phone, hit that screenshot and share this on Instagram. Share it on Facebook. Let other teachers know that you're listening. Let's do this. Only in our world is this normal. Hi friends, it's me, Monica Genta, and I'm really excited to be bringing you episodes of this podcast every week. It's full of tips and tricks, stories and strategies, celebrations and struggles, all from the real life that we are living every day. Welcome to This Teacher Life. All right, so at the time of this recording, it is October. And I don't know what happens in October that makes living this teacher life so hard, but it is. Maybe it's the parent-teacher conferences. Maybe it's the fact that we are ending first quarter. Or maybe it's the fact that our students are now really comfortable in our classrooms. And what was working at the beginning of the year is no longer working. It's just, it's kind of this hard time. And maybe your school has a fall break. Maybe you've had a day off or two, but but the reality is like, how do we bring our teacher game to a new level even during the tough times? What is a sustainable strategy that is gonna help us, whether it's first quarter or third quarter, that's gonna help us on our best days and our worst days, whether we have principal and parent support or we're kind of like living on our island. What is something that we can do for us as a teacher to consistently bring our teaching game to a new level? And what I'm about to tell you might not be what you expect. It is not a teaching strategy. It is not a behavior management idea. It is not a communication idea for parents. It is none of those things. 
The thing that can bring your teaching game and my teaching game and our teaching game to another level is actually something that I started doing back in 2015. I am not somebody who is a reader. And I know that's a little bit sacrilegious um, for a teacher to say. Like, to say, like, I don't love to read books is something that is a little bit embarrassing to admit. But what I discovered was it was because I wasn't reading the right books for the right time in my life. As a student, we were, you know, reading class novels that were storybooks. We were reading um, fiction. And for the most part, like, I could never get really, really, really into books. And I know some teachers read for leisure and they're like, oh, I love a murder mystery or, oh, I love one of them. Ooh, one of them romantic Nicholas Sparks books. Although quite frankly, every single one of those is kind of the exact same thing. They're all in the South. Something bad happens and then, well, they fall in love and it's all good. But no judgment, whatever you read, if you have found something that's your jam, that's amazing. But if you are a teacher who is struggling in the classroom, I wanted to share with you something that I did that absolutely has been a game changer and has brought my teaching game to another level. I have started reading one book every single month for the past, well, since 2015. Every single month I read one book. And by the end of the month, I'm done with that book. And actually what I do is if I have ideas that strike me as I read, if there's a quote that I love, or if there's something that kind of triggers like synapses in my brain, I physically write in books. Now, if you are, maybe you're freaking out because you're like a reading teacher and you're like, girl, you write in your books. I do. I highlight. I take notes. I will fold up pages. Um, yeah, it's a thing. So I totally, totally, totally write in the book. And at the end of the month, I will go in and I will write down all of the notes in a specific place. I have a blog that I don't publicly release, but I have a blog that I've been keeping since 2015 that has the book notes or my book thoughts from every single book that I have written since January of 2015. And in every single year, I can see that there are 12 books. I can see their title and I can see all of the notes that impacted me in some sort of way. And when I say read one book, I'm actually not talking about a teacher book. I'm, I'm talking about the type of book that you need in that moment. I'm talking about like now, maybe you need a book about money management. Maybe now in the is the time in your life where you need to read a book about leadership. Maybe now is the time in your life where you need some books on spiritual direction. Maybe it's on parenting. Maybe it's on exercise. Maybe it is on something that's happening in your classroom. Maybe it's reading about ACEs or reading about instructional strategies. But I want you to just pick a book each month. Whatever it is that you need as a person and be open to the idea that maybe that book that you're reading as a person can impact you also in the classroom. So I want to share a few that I've read over the summer. One of the books of the month that I read was called Permission to Screw Up. 
and it is incredible. The foreword, um, and somebody who endorses this book is maybe somebody that you are familiar with. Uh, this foreword and the endorsement for this book was by Simon Sinek, who is a leader in the leadership and entrepreneur field. But this book, Permission to Screw Up, was absolutely incredible. And as I read it, I thought about all the ways that it was connected to education. It is not written for teachers. It is not written for a classroom. But holy smokes, could I apply things from this book to my real life and also to my classroom life. So that was a larger book, but then, you know, sometimes I like reading smaller books. For example, John Gordon is one of my favorites. He wrote a book called The Shark and the Goldfish, and it's about ways to thrive during change. It is a super simple read. It's like not even 60 pages. And this book was a game changer when it came to my perspective on new things. A simple read that on the surface has nothing to do with teaching. But when I read it, did it bring my teaching game to a new level? Heck yes. I am reading things like Bob Goff, who is a spiritual author who totally just grabs on my heart and he, as he celebrates whimsy. Sometimes I'm reading books that are connected to education. Sometimes I'm reading books about uh, from other leaders or other speakers like John Acuff or, um, you know, like I mentioned earlier, Simon Sinek. I don't know what you need in your life right now, but I do know if you pick up a book and it is about something that you're struggling with in your everyday real life, it is also going to help you in your teacher life. It is time for the fun fact of this episode. And since we're talking about books, I thought I would share kind of an interesting thing with you about books. I have a crazy phobia of dust covers for books. Like if you buy a hardback book, it comes with a paper sleeve to help protect the hard back. I cannot handle them. The moment that I actually start reading the book, I take that dust cover and I pitch it. I know that sounds crazy and maybe that sounds wasteful, but I love a hardback book, but it absolutely cannot contain a dust cover during my reading process of that book. So here's the challenge that I want to issue you. If you are listening to this during the time it's released, that means that we have November and December left before the new year begins. That means that you have two months to practice exactly what I'm explaining. So here's what you're gonna do. You're gonna think about, you're gonna research, or you're maybe gonna go to your bookshelf and you're gonna pick out the two books that you would like to read during the month of November and December. And you're gonna commit to that. Again, these books don't have to do with anything with teaching unless you feel like that's something that is truly weighing on you in your life right now. But I want you to commit to these next two months. Maybe you're not listening to this during November and December. That's okay. Maybe it's February and March. I want you to find two books and I want you to commit to reading them during the next two months. Then at the end of the month, if you've written in them, if you've highlighted, if you've marked pages, 
I want you to go back and I want you to reread those pages or look at your notes or check out what you've highlighted and see, does that have a way to positively impact both my real life as a person, but also my teacher life within my classroom? I am so very confident that this practice is something that is making a huge difference in my career as an educator. I have done this now for 60 books over the course of the past few years. 60 books that I can look back to and find these motivational quotes or these ideas that really just grabbed onto me. I think those things are making me a better human and therefore making me a better teacher. You know, we want students to love what they're reading in the classroom. I know that we're kind of not living in an age anymore where we're pushing AR points. Do you remember living in a time where like you wanted to be the accelerated reader and get the cool accelerated reader t-shirt or maybe you wanted to get the the coupon for the book it pizza and I think, you know, having incentives for reading is is important for students. But what about simply reading for the joy of it? What about reading for simply learning something that is going to influence you and others in your life in a positive way? If you're somebody who says like, I just don't have time to read, when would I possibly read? I think what's cool about this is there are days when I sit down to read a few pages and I think, I got a million things I gotta do. I gotta unload the dishwasher. I gotta do the laundry. I gotta pack my lunch for school. I got a lesson plan. I got a grade. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I get it. I totally do. I gotta do all of these things. But what's so cool is if even I'm taking five minutes each day to read a few pages, there are very few times that I look back on those five minutes and think, what a waste of time. I always come out of that time with more clarity, more positivity, more focus, so I can tackle the things that I really do need to. I think this is something that can absolutely bring your teaching game to another level. So my question to you is, what are the two books that you are going to commit to in order to really truly find a purpose on those pages? Some of you might already be doing some research on the Google or on the Amazon, and I love it. What is your jam? What are you researching? Are you doing self-help books? Are you doing travel books? Are you doing financial tip books? I don't know. But I do know if you are truly looking for books that are a direct connection to your classroom, I do want to say check on monicagenta.com slash shop. I have written three books where if teacher topics are what you are looking for, I got your back. I've got a book called Game Changers that includes 20 engaging motivational strategies to help you change the way that you do life with students in your classroom. My second book is called 180 Days of Awesome. If you are looking for ways that are small but so significant that can help boost the climate and culture of your classroom and your learning community, woo, 180 Days of Awesome is for you. 
And my latest release is called The Rooted Classroom, building deeply rooted relationships with students so we can see the fruits of education. It's all about social and emotional learning and really getting to know our students on a life level so we can teach what we were actually hired to teach. Again, you can check those out on monicagenta.com slash shop. I will hook that up in the show notes. But I want to thank you for listening, and I can't wait to hear about how these books or the books that you choose make a positive difference in bringing your teacher game to another level.